Hey there, and welcome to the Agency Rockstars podcast. I'm Dana Lindahl, and I'm the founder of LegendaryLeadGen.com, where we help B2B companies become authorities in their industry, set more sales appointments, and convert those appointments into more sales. We also help other agencies sell our patented process on to their own clients. And we truly believe in the value of building and creating relationships, and in that being the main driver of new sales for agencies. So, Stick around to the end of the show. We're going to be revealing how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing agency podcasts on the planet. All right, let's get straight into it. Agency rock stars, welcome back. Let's get this party started. You're in for a treat. Joining me today is the CEO and founder of an agency called Botkeeper, the future of bookkeeping. I love that. Uh, His name is Enrico. Enrico Palmarino. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So, Enrico, let's let's start at the beginning, as it were. Uh, fill us in just a little bit about who Botkeeper is, and then we'll talk about how you got to be where you are in this agency world. Sure. Um, so, Botkeeper is a, a platform that's designed to automate bookkeeping and accounting, um, and uh, it's a platform designed specifically and like purposely for accounting firms. So, what it lets uh, accounting firms do is offer you know, bookkeeping or accounting services to their clients or actually perform the services vis-a-vis Botkeeper actually doing and delivering a lot of the core bookkeeping process. So like the same kind of way that you'd have like a, a marketing agency that would be selling like, you know, kind of wholesaling like an agency platform uh, to a number of marketers to do marketing on behalf of their clients. We're a similar like agency platform for accounting firms to do all the accounting or the bookkeeping on behalf of their clients. Gotcha. So uh, nothing against accountants, but to think of accounting and rock stars, like this is going to be fun, right? They're not that boring as we might think anyway. Um, no, we're, we're, we're making bookkeeping sexy. <laughs> yeah, man. I love it. I love it. And it's interesting that it's, it's about like the bot keeper. You're using technology to help make this happen. That is my, my understanding. Yes. Yeah, it's a and, and tech and human. I mean, we um so like our solution was uh is uh we do human assisted AI. So the uh, the idea and the concept there is that machines are awesome, people are awesome, but they both have their flaws. And if, if you put marry the two of them together, that like merriment is like the perfect harmony of accuracy, like exception handling, and automation and speed. Gotcha, cyborg. That's what we're talking about here. It's I a cyborg. It. Yeah, I love totally. it. Sci-fi fan, so I get it. Um. So if you would, Enrico, share a little bit about how you got into running this agency and becoming this agency rock star. What's your background in all this? So I'm a, I'm a math guy. Uh, I was a quant major in college. And uh, in one of the projects, it was like build an access database to automate a, a process or workflow out there. And I saw someone doing like a lighting analysis uh, for the campus. And I went to, to Babson and uh, built this database that automated how you, it was, you know, I looked at the person, they were like flipping through a catalog and, and writing a bunch of notes on graphing paper. It was like, well, a catalog can be put into a digital database, the graphing paper and the notes and the formulas he's doing, and that could all be, you know, programmatic. And, uh, and lo and behold, we started this like lighting business. It grew, we got to like eight and a half million in revenue by the time I was a senior. So it was like this super fast growth. And then, uh, an acquisition, we got acquired and had a nice exit. And, but my, Biggest thorn in my side and the, the biggest pain I had was uh, my accounting department. So I like, couldn't keep up, couldn't get the work done uh, that I needed. The reports had errors or issues in them. I could never get the 
data analytics I wanted as fast as I wanted it. So I think I did what most entrepreneurs do is like, if you start the first business, your next business is a business to solve the problems with the first one. Right. And that got me into, uh, into the accounting sector. Gotcha. So, so explain real quick, like describe to me who the people you serve are then like, what does that look like your ideal uh, partner and, and client or whatever you call them? Yeah. So we, so we, we call them uh, partners um, yeah. because it's uh, in our, our ideal client is uh, an accounting firm or accountant um, who's at an accounting firm who basically like, you know, accounting firms provide tax uh, uh, CFO and advisory and audit services and, and bookkeeping, but you can't do the tax CFO advisory or audit without the bookkeeping getting done. And so they usually in house are doing a lot of this like core processing and work internally. And it's very time consuming, very labor intensive, cost ineffective and um and we basically provide them with a platform and an intelligence layer and like a human support kind of supervision that allows them to like offer that same service to their clients in a far faster more efficient cost effective uh and insightful manner more data analytics it gets them out of it and lets them kind of be like like they're outsourcing like a core component of their business but that core component really is just core to allowing them to do all the other more high margin, uh, exciting, skilled analytical aspects of, of their offering. Gotcha. So you're solving a really important thing for them um, and then helping them scale and diff, you know, where they really kind of shine then. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like, like I like to say, like we let the human be more human um, yeah. because right now the human's doing a ton of manual tedious, like bookkeeping tasks, and they could be doing analytical, critical thinking, advisory, consulting um, that people tend to like versus repetitive, you know, mundane work. Yeah. So, so you were able to solve your problem from your, your previous company and start this company, and then you scaled it to where you are today. How do you, like, whether it's the, the first one, the, the lighting business, or whether it's this with Botkeeper, how do you scale and grow uh, over, over your, your year so far? So really it comes down to, I think, um, one, you've got to have like product market fit and be willing to like iterate fast. So like, I'm a big believer in, you know, have like the first version of it, just get it in the hands of people as fast as you can raw as raw as possible. Just get in their hands and see if they're willing to pay for it and then get their feedback to like, how, how would they be willing to pay more for it? And how do you get more people that would be willing to pay for it? And you just kind of like keep iterating really quickly and taking, it's all data. It's like, get it out there, get the data back iterate test out, iterate test back. And I think a lot of people take too long getting the first thing out there. Um, and then they find that like they have to still do the iterate test. So uh, get it in the hands quick. And then really it just comes down to like great people. You know, if you, you hire the best and the brightest and you just keep trying to like automate yourself away, you know, I just take like, take one thing that you're doing now, get it off your plate and hire someone who's like an expert who spent their whole life or career doing that one thing. Let them solve the problems and figure things out. Get out of their way. Be a sounding board to help when you can. But let them do them. Um, if you do that, like the rest just happens. Like you put enough smart people in a room and you paint the picture of where you want to go and the vision and the opportunity, they'll figure out the path to get there. Visionary leadership will put them into their place and and, and cast that vision. I love that. Yeah. Visionary will cast the vision. That was really repetitive. Anyway, after I said it, I was like, wait, that's anyway. All right. So Enrico, let's talk a little bit about then. Um, uh, uh, take me into a story of 
your success, something that highlights a way that you've really helped serve your clients in this rock star manner? Yeah, and um, so we've we've uh, we're one of the you know I think like with COVID, it's kind of presented a like you know, flourish or you know kind of fail kind of situation for a lot of companies. We're one of those companies that's you know kind of flourishing in this moment because we solve uh, we allow what was like tedious manual, very analog, very antiquated, uh, paper based, like required going to the office um, solution to be delivered cloud automated streamlined secure uh you know data logs and so we've seen firms that have basically come to us like COVID hit um and all their clients started hitting them up so like there's currently a shortage of accountants in the market so there's a widening supply demand gap of accountants to do the work and companies demanding service Mm -hmm. uh so take that already bad situation and then exacerbate it with all of a sudden, all those companies are like calling on their accounts to get advice on like how to help them and what should they do with this. But you can't give advice or help them unless you have the books in order. And every minute that you're talking or answering those phones, you're not doing the books, which means mm-hmm. you're falling behind and you can't get it done. So we've been able to basically go into a number of uh, these these accounting firms that were like, say, struggling to keep up with these demands or needs or like, you know, worried about their margins getting hit or destroyed because there's distractions at the house and remote work potentially brings down productivity and actually amplify, like not only have we been able to cut their cost to deliver the bookkeeping, but by doing so, we freed up those resources to do more advisory and consulting. And so they've seen two things happen. They've seen costs go down and margins go up, but then a lot of revenue generation and upsells to their clients to give them additional advice and help and strategy. And, and that advice work tends to also be higher margin as well. So yeah, we've we've I mean, just like recently we saw you know one of the firms uh, that had like signed a contract with us. I think it was like five or ten clients initially. Uh, you know, expand like just did a hundred unit expansion because it shaved. Uh, I want to say it was like give them a three x. Each one of their people could do three times the the workload. Uh, mm-hmm. Now that Botkeeper was there. Oh man, that's incredible! And and what a great use of of. Uh, AI of machine learning of algorithms of of all this, you know, bot type stuff to get rid of the mundane, but be able to, as you just described, be that consultant uh, to their folks and lift up the human side of it. What it man again? Back to the cyborg thing, right? It's it's fun. I mean, it's I think like the media likes to paint uh, AI, and in some cases, don't get me wrong, there's definitely AI solutions out there that do put people out of jobs or are like impacting mm-hmm. a industry or market. Hopefully that's also creating more jobs on the back end and the other, the hiring and stuff that happens. In our situation, at least in the accounting space, given the supply shortage is so great and it's like so underwater with the demand, if like one, we're allowing them to bridge that a little bit more, service their clients better, the clients are happier, the employees are happy. And the employees like accounting is a stressful job. Like you're just running like as fast as you can just to get the books done to do it again. Like the next day, like that's as soon as you close the books, you're literally now behind on doing the uh, the prior month's books again. Mm-hmm. So like our, our clients, like they can take vacation for the first time and know that like things are getting processed while they're gone or you know, take some time off to have dinner with the family. So it's uh yeah, it's cool. And how does that feel as you know, like, like, do you, do you guys talk about that at, at Botkeeper? Do you talk about how that feels that we get to like, you just, you lit up when you said they get to take vacations for the first time. Yeah, I almost heard like some emotion in that. That's got to be pretty incredible, huh? 
It's awesome. I mean, uh, I think for for me, the you know, I think philosophically, like another thing with like the businesses that I've done, they uh, they have to have like a bigger like. I don't do it for the money or the things that it can buy or like a number that I'm trying to achieve. It's it's more like a an impact thing. If you like bring amazing people in and you strive to do something that like benefits people in society, the uh, the other things like the success and if there's money, like great. If it doesn't ever come, you had a blast along the way, and it feels—I mean, it's phenomenal. Like we we watch it, you know, our, some of our accountants that are using the platform now, they're like, "Oh my god, this is like the easiest tax year I've ever had." Um, and I, I like didn't work 80 hours a week. It didn't have to work the weekends like I did. And um, and others are just like, I've been so much less stressed with running and growing my business because before I was so worried that like if I lost one employee. Like, how are we going to service all these clients? Or like, who's going to take on that extra work? And then they're going to get stressed out and then they're going to leave. And it's going to be a, spir- a downward spiral. And now I know that like, if someone does leave or like get sick, like things keep running. And I just have this like sense of relief and reliability. So mm-hmm. it's it's fun. And it's like cool to see them too. They take, they'll take that extra, like you de-stress them a little bit. You get them out of like the, the, just the focus on the day to day and you let them look at the firm from the outside. Like, how do I take it and grow it and scale it? And what do I want to do with it? What are passions I have? Like hobbies I'd like to spend more time on and you just make better people. I mean, we just get to be more, more human. Yeah. And you may make the world just a better place. Like as cheesy as that sounds saying it, it really is what you're doing at Baki. That's amazing. Enrico. I love that. It's uh, we're having a lot of fun. And I think uh, our clients, like our clients do love us. Um, and that's the thing, like that's what we're striving for. Like I, I told the team uh, last week, I'm like, we really want a client. So they're going to talk about Baki. I don't want them to say Baki is a great platform, a great tech. I want them to say, I love Baki. Use the love word. Cause then that literally means that we've, uh, We've had an impact like that on on the life or the business, and yeah. and that that's a relationship. The fact that we're tech and human, it it's like we want that emotional connection to to the thing we're delivering. Yeah, it it almost sounds like you don't even want them to say barkeeper. You wanted them to say, "I'm so much less stressed right now, and I've been able to pick up the guitar and blah blah blah." And they're like, "Well, why? Well, oh yeah, that's right, because a barkeeper." Like almost an afterthought. Um. Anyway, yeah, that's yeah, that's cool. So. So let's talk a little bit real quick then about the, you, you described who you work with and, and kind of those, those folks, is there any particular either kind of company or person in particular or company in particular that you would love to network with? Like, do you have those rock star moments of that's who I want to talk to in your industry? Yeah. I mean, uh, influencers, like anyone who's, uh, you know, and I'm, I, I'm not an accountant. I just play one on TV. Um, <laughs> I love it. Yeah. But uh, if like you're an expert in the accounting industry, an expert cloud accountant, like you want to talk best practices, like where the industry is going, what what might uh, be coming down, uh, what are cool new pieces of technology you've seen, or you're affiliated. Like if you're in the the payroll sector, you're in like the tax sector, like building. You know, if you're an account tech, like love to talk to you. Um, and if you're an accounting firm. Let's like, I uh, love to geek out on, uh, you know, accounting policies and what, what have you. Yeah. So I'm going to try and stump you here in a minute, but before I get to that point, that last question, um, I want to make sure you have an opportunity to make sure everybody who's listening, who's loving this conversation and what you're doing and is fired up. How can they connect with you and learn more about BotKeeper and about Enrico and everything going on? 
Um, so to connect with Botkeeper, just go to www.botkeeper, so botkeeper.com. Um, and uh, to connect with me, uh, you can hit me up on LinkedIn, Enrico Palmarino. I'm the uh, the only one, I think, uh, or I'll be the first thing that usually starts up. Yeah, yeah, very easy to find. Um, yeah. Okay, so Enrico, think think about this one for a minute, if you would. If you need to take a minute, that's fine, because this is a fun one for me. Uh, if there's any piece of advice or thing that you've learned that seemed counterintuitive at first, but you've used and you've implemented and you're like, this shouldn't work, but it, it does. What is that thing that you've learned that, that was counterintuitive, but really worked? Um, I think it, it comes back to like people a little bit, but it's a, it's a control thing. So like, if you're an entrepreneur, like you're starting an agency and you're like building a business, like you're probably a pretty control centric person. Like you started this cause like you thought you could do it better, build it better, make it better. And you likely did. Um, the key to making it huge and successful is like letting go of that control. And it feels so awkward because you think that like your value at the company is like doing everything or controlling everything or being a critical component to the business. The, the irony is like the second I started realizing my value to the company is not me being critical but making myself like obsolete, like lack of criticalness from a day-to-day standpoint. And my real value is uh, for, for the business, like raising money, but more than anything, like let me find, let me identify the gaps in the business and let me find the people who have like the craziest pedigrees, the most successful track records to like take that on that literally like I can't stand, can you like stand next to from a, skill or experience or success point. But the fact that I did that in the eyes of like investors and other stuff makes me a great CEO. So it's funny because it's like I I could die, get hit by a bus today and the company would still flourish and, and crush it. And that's a weird feeling um, when you're like want to control. Yeah. But the irony is like the more I keep doing that, the more I'm seen as being like crazy visionary thought leader like oh like amazing ceo and it's like this is the easiest thing to do like let me just paint the picture of the vision and what we're trying to succeed at and, and like sell someone on being a part of that and if i can and the best people not just anyone like the best and if i can get those on board my life gets easier work comes off my plate i look yeah. successful so yeah great advice yeah it does seem counterintuitive let go of control yeah but you'll maintain not control, but vision. So that's great. Yeah. Excellent. Enrico Palmarino, thank you so much for being part of Agency Rockstars. Keep being that rock star out there in the world. Go to botkeeper.com for all that. Enrico, thanks again, man. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Agency Rockstars podcast. If you're an agency owner who would like to appear in this podcast, please visit legendaryleadgen.com slash podcast slash apply. Also, if you found this episode valuable, I would really appreciate you sharing it on social media. Even just a quick screenshot of the episode showing on your phone shared to social media would be great. If you truly enjoyed the episode, we'd also really love a rating in your favorite podcast player. Please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button so you won't miss any of our upcoming episodes. Thanks again for listening. I'm Dana Lindahl, and if you want to connect, you can find me on LinkedIn. You can also find more information about everything we're currently doing at legendaryleadgen.com. Thanks for listening, and hope to hear from you soon.